When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, a few tweets here, Slee. This is from Duvel Jameson, who is a regular contributor in the Trav and Slee community. It says, Trav, I like the fact that you and I have a lot of the same sports memories and they affect us in the same way. What I don't like is the fact that those same memories for you are from junior high and mine are from when I was in the Navy. You make me feel old AF. Look, I, I'm sorry, Duvel, that, that you're low, but I'm glad to hear that there's somebody that feels like that because I'm that guy in this room, what, nine out of ten times, right? I'm the one to, well, actually, I, re- I can remember the 1977 World Series, and you guys look at me like I got frogs on my face. Like I, I'm, I'm with you, Duvel. I'm glad that you're the old guy in the room. This is from Dude Here Comes a Reg, says, thank you. I hate how you people are. I hate how people act like there's some special nobility in losing before the finals and discount getting there. Tim in the OC, Travis right on with MJ. The reason that people pretend the previous Jordan playoff run didn't happen before '91 because people put Jordan with a godlike aura around him. And if you point out a negative part of MJ, you get labeled a hater. Michael Jordan is the greatest player I've ever seen. That's not my point. Is not Michael Jordan isn't great. It just drives me bonkers how the 6-0 is is thrown out there like it's an unassailable trump card well he went 6-0 oh yeah i know and that's awesome and it's amazing but i don't know if that's better than going nine times in 10 years and winning five of them i don't think that it is i don't know why well you lost to the boston celtics in the second round is forgotten mm. where magic losing in game seven to the celtics is like oh, you didn't win that one why is that why is the second round better than the final? it's not it, it bothers me a I, great I, deal i haven't i guess that argument i haven't spent much time on um listen I, i'll explain this about jordan and i'm with you for for me braun is up there too i mean what braun does and how he does sure. it is of course it's, he is it's special kind of watching it. Um, the Jordan 6-0 and thing, you're not wrong of what you said, but it is promoted as obviously the sexiest thing out there. It's this, it's that. Uh, one, one thing to just remember about Magic Johnson, and I'm going to use Magic as my example here because you said it. What dude do you know who's a rookie in the league? It's the equivalent in Luka in his first year going to the NBA Finals and go take a center that gets injured and decides to suit up at center in game six on the road and win an NBA Finals in his first year. That might be the most baller thing of any sport in your first year. After that, it's basically a battle. You're going up against arguably the best era of basketball. You're getting to the NBA Finals. You're going to win each one of them, and they didn't. Now he took two or three from the Boston Celtics. It's an interesting argument. It's interesting. It's an easy one for me. It really is. I, I don't. I don't understand. So you'd why. rather have five and four than six and zero? Oh. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, I would rather go to the finals nine times and win five of them than go six times and win them all and just pretend like the other ones never happened. Yes, I, I wonder. I wonder. I think, I think it's. I think it's harder to do. He, they went nine times. Michael Jordan went six times. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't lose, but that means that Michael Jordan didn't play six seasons in the NBA. Played a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ma- Magic Johnson's all things being equal, his career was relatively short. Right, he he did not have the twenty years that LeBron James had. I don't know what Michael finished with, probably sixteen or seventeen. Uh, that Kobe and all these, and and it's not that those guys aren't great, but Magic's career in a very in a ten year window, not doing unless you're Bill Russell, you're not doing more than that. There's nothing like it. Yeah, he went six. His first six years of going to the in the or his first six years in the NBA, Jordan did not go to the finals. I got one more tweet. This is from uh, Ricardo Granados, who says, Trav Slee, are we just going to gloss over Taylor saying I got more on that when it comes to creepy vampire girl? We are all invested in this. So you said you had more on that. Um, what about that? We This is the, the woman that you've seen at least a few times who was kind of into 
shall we say, unusual things like surgery books from but the 1600s. But you were into it. You were good. Yeah, into it. I was. Yeah, you were good. With she kind of she kind of fell off the map for a second there. Okay. But, she ghosted um, you. I know no, why. She didn't ghost me. He asked her. He asked her about the whole final thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. So she actually asked to meet up at the LA Athletic Club over here. So she she lives downtown, mm-hmm. and she has a membership there. So I, I met her over there, and she's just been. Um, so I knew this, but she was when I met her, she had just broken up with somebody. Okay. So she's so you're still, you're the rebound guy. She's still living with him, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's not complicated at all. Yeah, that usually <laughs> works out met, well. You guys should have met at her place. That was actually my last factor cap. Um, I was going to ask if um, dating right after a breakup is a good idea. Fact. I mean, if, if you're looking for your wife or your husband, probably not. But if uh-huh. you're looking to spend time with somebody you like, sure. What's the downside? Yeah, I'm fact with that, too, with the whole living thing. That's that's that's, that's a different next element. Month, next month he's they, moving out. Next month, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she just can't be, you can't be hung up on the other person next month. Yeah, you know what that's, he, you that's know what, happening. You know what he should it's do? It's going to get pushed off another month. Uh, she and then should pull month. a Tiger Woods on him and just say, hey, uh, we're going on a vacation, pack a bag, and when he leaves, lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> How weird is that story? Do you guys, have you guys No, tell me, tell me that story. So Erica Herman, Tiger Woods' girlfriend for like the last 10 years, right? They've lived together a long time. Like she would show up at events and everything. They were together for a really long time. <clears throat> She's suing him or suing to get the non disclosure agreement that she signed when she entered the relationship with him kind of thrown out because she's claiming that Tiger, well, Team Tiger basically told her, We're going on a short vacation. Meet us at the airport, pack a bag. And when she did, they basically said, Okay, we're broken up. You don't live here anymore. Bye. It's wow. Yeah, it's it's complicated. It's 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 That's why she wants the NDA off? Well, she I think there, there's more to the story. No, nobody's apparently. quite sure send why. Send scroll the link. The to NDA this story. thing is because <laughs> when you have NDA. an NDA, you, you can't really can say anything. why or right. what. But she said there's those. It's it's weird. But the, everybody does agree that she used to live there and now she doesn't. And that they basically she's saying she's claiming that she was kicked out of the house by trickery. Mm. So t- Taylor, go ahead and forward her that story, and she can <laughs> start lock tricking. the doors when she goes on a vacation. Start tricking. Tiger Sleep. probably doesn't need this That's in his life right now. That's and and Taylor, as long as it's an interesting curveball there. As long as this woman's still not hung up on the on the ex, and the ex is moving out, like it's fine. Have fun. I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Have you? So are you gonna wait till the dude's out before you see her again? Or I'm gonna wait a month. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, like 35 days. Give it a couple extra days after, just in case it's got to come back and grab Let a marinate. couple things. Does she not want to see you until he's out? No, it's not like that. But she was, I don't know, she just gave me the, I don't know if she wanted to. You wanted to wait until it was all let, settled. Let her get, get through her feelings, you know. Yeah. You know. Send uh, her a bouquet sense. of black roses and say, I look forward to seeing you. Bar flowers. God bless. Dead black roses. <laughs> she'd be super in. I feel like this is something she'd appreciate, right? Trev, you're a genius. She might laugh at it. So she, she reads... Sur- laugh at it? Have you yeah. not listened to what she's into? Is this no, real? Is <laughs> the surgery might... books from 1600s like yes. a real thing that she's reading? Yes. Yeah. Does she's, she want to try the methods a, on you? Greg, she has eclectic taste, okay? <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just like, does she want to try <laughs> these methods like, you know... That's kind of the thing she likes to do for you? I guess we're going to find out. Got, she says alternative tastes. Yes. Yes. Eclectic alternative Alt girl, that I couldn't pull the name. That's what we were talking about. I like the. We just got sprinkled in. We haven't heard about her in a while. Yeah. So I, that's a perfect little update. Whenever She's you're bad. ready, we'll take another update. Yeah, I just, well, we're gonna have. You know the rules. You gotta ask. You have to ask. You gotta ask. Had I not brought it up in Factor Cap, we're not. We don't know about this, right? We'll slip through it. See, mm-hmm. there you go. Got it. Every morning we should sit down, you and me, Al, and come up. What do we want to ask him today? Because they're 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 almost always there's something there. We could sit. I give like, an honest. I'll give you an honest answer every time. You know? We could sit in one of the offices too, where it's a little bit more intimate. We close the door, get him a tea. I like it. I like it. D'Angelo Russell tonight uh, is going to play. Lakers play the, the the Raptors and Lakers. I think have if not identical records, they're a half game apart. They're both in ninth place. Yep. They're both fighting for play in position. The Raptors, up until the losing the last two, were actually playing pretty good basketball. The Lakers are playing very mm-hmm. good basketball. Uh, it's it's an interesting litmus test for where the Lakers are right now. They've been playing so many other mediocre Western Conference teams for the last time. They're going to the other half of the draw. They get Toronto night. They get D'Angelo back. All right, I'm a NBA. Love the NBA. Okay, this is not an easy game tonight. Believe it or not, I have watched Toronto Raptors basketball. 
on a Saturday against the Wizards if I have to. I have seen them play. Um, they lost two in a row. You mentioned that, T-Raj. They lost at Denver, lost in the last second. They lost at the Clippers, close game as well. So even those two losses that they had are against two really quality teams in the West. It's a tough one tonight against the Raptors. Mm-hmm. But someone to bring up that you just said, D'Angelo's coming back. Yeah. Before D'Angelo Russell was traded to the Los Angeles Lakers, I didn't care about D'Angelo Russell. I didn't watch D'Angelo Russell since the last time he was with the Lake Show. And when they traded for him, I kind of had a little hesitation of like, yeah, I don't know. This guy just doesn't really do it for me. I just don't really watch D'Angelo. I didn't care when he was in Brooklyn. I didn't care he was in Golden State. I didn't care that the Lakers had kind of separated from him. And then he started playing with the Lakers. I get a chance to listen to him a little bit. And it's like, all right, well, he's 26 now, 27 years old. It's not the same player that he was. And he has a skill set that can actually help the Los Angeles Lakers. Am I crazy to say this? You know how cool that would be if D'Lo comes back? And listen to the moment D'Angelo Russell's coming back to the Lakers. Bron could be out the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. You don't have a natural point guard that's in there that can give you 20 and 8 or whatever the case is. D'Lo's coming to a team that there's some excite. There's real excitement around the Lakers. We can make fun of it and say, you're excited to be in ninth? Yes, I am excited to be in ninth because they haven't been in ninth the whole time. <laughs> All right? That last game, wasn't it, John? And I know I know this part of this had something to do with the Pal Gasol portion of it, but John was saying that was one of the more exciting games that he's been to the last one. Part of it was because it was Pal, and the other part of it was because the Lakers were playing a good game or getting a good win or whatever the case is. Kind of a cool moment for D'Angelo. D'Angelo could be part of really helping the Lakers maybe get to that sixth spot or that seventh spot. D'Lo, I think, is walking into a situation where he can almost look like we're making a big deal about D'Lo coming back. If he is a big deal the rest of the way, he could kind of change a little bit of that perception of uh, whatever your picture is of D'Lo, mine wasn't the greatest, and here he is coming back with the Lakers, has a chance to have a big impact. Yeah, I don't really have one other than I know he's a better than average NBA player, maybe not a great NBA player, but better than average. I know that the Lakers can use somebody that can put the ball in the basket, right? That Even as, as good as Anthony Davis has been over the last couple of weeks. One guy can't do it. M- most of the games they've played have been really close, mm-hmm. right? And and that's with Anthony Davis playing at an A-plus level. They, they could use a second guy who can get buckets. He can do that. So I, I think that's what's what's interesting. I, the Lakers are day-to-day. They're, they're day-to-day in where they are in the standings. They're day-to-day on how we feel about it. They're day-to-day on a health perspective. They're, they have a good weekend. We could come back on Monday morning, yep. and the Lakers could be above the other line. We could come back on Monday morning. They could be in 13th place. Like the, it, is su- it is such a weird position that they're in. But like you said, for the first time all season, feel pretty good about it, that their second-best player in Anthony Davis is playing out of his mind. Their supporting cast is NBA caliber good. It wasn't before. They have a guy coming back in D'Angelo Russell who's better than your average NBA player. Not a superstar, not a nope. role player. Nope. That he's right in right the middle. In there. They're, for lack of a better word, they're kind of hot. Mm-hmm. They, they, stuff, stuff's kind of breaking their way. They're above the line for the first time. That if you were making a you know a pros and cons right now, there's a lot more pros than cons on the Lakers. That hasn't been true for a long time. On top of that, I think what it will do is. D'Lo to start, Dennis Schroeder comes off the bench. Like, it kind of makes, it just, we had a quick moment when Braun was there. They're playing Dallas. I know it wasn't a perfect game. They came back. But everybody felt like they had their own spot in their position. Nothing felt forced. I think Dennis Schroeder going back to the bench will help the bench. I think D'Lo being in the starting lineup with Anthony, that's the proper starting line. I think that feeling of, you know, sometimes you've watched Lakers basketball and the gears are just grinding, and you're like, what the heck is going on here? It's becoming a little smoother. Yeah. And it's becoming a little bit less. It's more watchable. It's more, it feels like the pieces is fit. Is that not just because it's just a lot better? <laughs> I but mean, that, is it just is that simple? But does it feel like there's it, puzzle pieces that are fitting that yeah, maybe. Yeah, oh, for sure. Three, three but weeks even if the on. puzzle pieces fit better and they were still losing more than they were winning it, I don't know how much fun it would be. Are you it, starting D today? Yeah, they said he's in the starting lineup. Yeah, Schroeder to the basically good. Hand basically said Delo's in the starting lineup. Dennis Schroeder is, is the way games will be closed will be based upon how guys are playing. 
So Dennis Schroeder could easily close out a game this, if he's having a good game. I mean, I, this goes. That's the right way to do it, right? I mean, if if it, LeBron James, Anthony Davis yeah. are going to be on the court, and the other three spots go to whoever's playing well that night. So, most teams, that's not the case. For the Lakers, that is the case. It's, why would I, I? I. But again, other like for instance, let's just pick the the Warriors. Pick Denver. You're going. Well, Denver's going to have Jokic. They're going to have Murray. They're going to have KCP, Porter. They're going to have KCP and Aaron yeah, Gordon. But. Those are their best guys. Yeah. It, it's that's the point. The Lakers they don't have the next three best guys. They have those three guys are different based on any given night. So to answer your question, that's exactly how it should be for the yeah. Lakers. I think if Reeves is playing good, Reeves should be in. There. Play your five best guys mm-hmm. if you have them, and if you don't, play the five best guys that night that are performing. That <laughs> right, yeah. that seems to make some sense to me. I'm going to try to sell you more Berg on. The WBC, which the Please Americans do. play tomorrow. I, I'm gonna I want give, to. I'm going to give you one sentence, and I think I'm going to turn you around. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. We could really use that rain. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, I have. We just really can. I know? really wanted that to become part of my deal, and I just it hasn't taken hold. I I think it has to happen naturally because I guarantee you, if I called my dad today and just yeah. we were just chatting about whatever, yep. at some point he would say, "Nice to get some of this rain. We sure could use." I'm going to beat my mom to it. <laughs> the plants really need it. <laughs> I'm going to beat my mom to sure. it. You know, I walked outside. It was raining, and I just stopped there while it was pouring and said, "We could really use that rain." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm over it. I'm kind of done with it. I it can go it. away now. I love it. Can it can go away now. I've seen. I I've had enough. Absolutely love it. The rain. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I, we I, get I it. Don't mind it at all. It's like I'm 11 done. days a year. It's fine. I don't yeah. know why. Every, every, that's the funny thing about what we were going through. And I know we are complaining, soft, all that stuff. I'm not saying that I'm not soft when it comes to weather, but I enjoy this weather. But when people complain about it here in SoCal, in my head, I'm like, guys, literally in two weeks. We're going to have sunshine for the next seven months. We'll be fine. No, it's fine. Like, And I like it for the most part, but now it's just, it's been too much. Like, we've gotten too much rain for me at this point. Like, I just, Don't I'm say ready for that. it to go away. sunshine two weeks ago. Tell that to the drought. We're, we might be done. We might, look, Good. I, 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 for the, you guys know that climate is a preoccupation of mine, yes. right? You guys, have, I've made that, I think, pretty yes. clear that there's a lot of things that are going to get us. That's at the top of the yes, list. Yes, science. Okay. Feeling cautiously optimistic better. That, that not that the the world's not going to just blow up but at least it's not the drought part of the climate at least for a while is is pretty good there's like nine thousand feet of snow in the sierras that seems good i don't yeah. know <laughs> i'll have to pay a little more attention clayton kershaw made his uh spring training debut right now for the dodgers gave up a couple of runs to the angels in the top of the first inning gave up a home run to taylor ward yes taylor uh, ward hit a home run in okay lead off and then they nickeled and dined him for a, another run a bunch of ground balls that, yeah. that kind he, of found some he holes. did give up two long shots that were just at the end of the wall is there anything you worry about less than clayton kershaw in spring training zero there's <laughs> nothing about this that means anything to me that he's out there pitching is all i care yep. about that means he's healthy that means that he's getting ready for the season i look forward to watching him pitch in april half of may Never in June, June, July, maybe one start in August, and then September and whatever comes after that. That's the Clayton Kershaw schedule. And fine. That's how it should be. Yeah, right? I really should. And it's funny because the World Baseball Classic, he wanted to be a part of it. And, and, and there is a um, – they couldn't clear an insurance hurdle 
where if something happened, then he would still get paid. I, I, I don't know all the details, but it was an insurance hurdle. And I'm sure, and I was saying this to myself, I'm, like, I'm sure plenty of Dodger fans are like, yes, yeah, sounds good. Oh, yeah. Clayton I... Kershaw is not 25 years old. Um, I, I think the big picture of how he's uh, he's that's still a critical piece, very critical piece for the Los Angeles Dodgers that just having him healthy and ready by the time the season starts, I don't think anybody was sweating the, him not playing in the WBC. I'm not so sure I respect. He's... I respect that he wanted to be in it. Sure. I just... I prefer that he's not. Yeah. <laughs> I think that he wanted to do it, okay. Look, he. I think he's the second most important pitcher on the Dodger roster this year. I think Julio's number one. Julio's got to carry the water. You know, he's got to make... Julio's got to make 25 or 30 starts. That, that needs to happen. If Kershaw makes 15... I think we're in a pretty good spot. If you had your druthers, would you want Julio Urias still pitching in WBC? He's a young guy. Yeah, it's more been, okay. And he's been relatively healthy for the last few years. I, I don't mind him pitching. Can I that. Can I give you an example? I'd not, rather none of them pitch. Out of the pitchers, I would prefer to it's, not well, be it's on funny. WBC. So if you look at these rosters, the, 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 the infields are stacked. The outfields are stacked. The the best catchers, two the two Team USA catchers, are Will Smith and JT Real Muto. They're the two best catchers in baseball. Mm. Like every, the pitching is the best pitcher on Team USA probably is Adam Wainwright. And you the best pitcher in the tournament is Otani. Urias might be second. Mm. Sandy Alcantara is pitching as well. Yep, so he's pitching. There, there, there's a handful, but the weak link in the WBC chain is that the pitchers are not there. It's You're, not it's not it's not the best comp, but I'm gonna use Kershaw later in his career. Age is obviously the wear and tear, you want him just ready for the playoffs. That's that's really kind of what that's the whole purpose of it. Braun playing in the All Star game, right? Going around yeah, that thing. that that timetable of where he was missing some games. He had just broken the record. You know the mileage that he's got on. You're getting ready for that final push. Yeah, Braun would have announced, guys, I'm not playing in the All Star game. Would one Laker fan be like, Well, that's BS. No, that sounds There's good, not Braun. One basketball fan on earth that would have cared about it. It's funny. This All Star game was odd. It was kind of like a tipping point where everybody involved, the players, the coaches, everybody's like, yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> that was not good. So we'll see what they come Ratings up with Ratings, too. Yeah, it was it plummeted, yeah. It was a but it should. It's not a, it, it's it, not a good product. It's not a good product. <laughs> it's okay. Exactly it's not a good right. product. What's my one sentence that's going to flip me on the WBC? Ready? Yep, I'm ready. Shohei Otani against Team USA. I mean, that would be interesting. You think? I would, I, I would like to see do we, Shohei Otani on the mound. But that's one pitch, game. But what if it's for the gold medal? I don't know if it's gold okay, medal sure, first place. I'll, sure. That's, I'll watch. Is that's it, what, awesome. Do you get a trophy or a medal? I'm something. Who cares? <laughs> like, like honestly, it's not You get whatever. a participation you, award. You won the thing. Right. And, and arguably, the best pitcher in the world just went through the best offensive lineup that any country could put together. That's awesome to watch. Yeah, I, I, I think that to see him pitch against Mike Trout would be interesting. To see him go up against these guys, a, this is not going to beat the Yankees, who are really good, or going to beat the Astros, who are really good. This is a lineup of nine other guys who are either the best player or damn near the best player on every team there are in the best league in the world. That's so you're telling awesome. me to stop. So don't watch the opening stages, what you're saying. Wait until it starts getting into the later rounds when the good teams are playing. There are like four teams that have a chance to win this thing. Which yeah, so is, watch them. Which is a strike. Again. Wait till we get to the knockout round. You don't need okay. to see Israel and Italy. <laughs> I think Israel not. won. They didn't Israel just beat somebody? Italy beat say? Cuba. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I actually looked it up. Like, Keep an eye beat, out on Italy. Italy beat Cuba. Goes my scouting report. <laughs> it's a pretty cool trophy, and the winner gets a million dollars, too. The money part of all, like, do they care about the million dollars? Some of those guys. There might be hurt. some players in there. Yeah. yeah. Look, but yeah. again, no, you're talking about me. stars in this league. Mm -hmm. If you, I'm trying to think, if you're Ryan Pepio pitching on this team, a million bucks is life changing. Absolutely. Yep, right? If you're Mookie Betts and you make $35 million, yeah. I, what is it? A couple of nice cars. So it's, Israel Israel beat Washington Nationals nine to nothing. You see, they beat the Wash. Is that how bad the Washington okay, Nationals? Okay, wait, wait. Or is that, <laughs> or is that <laughs> let me say this as part of the pitch here. Your pitch, interesting, but it's one hundred percent going to have to line up like you just said. Look, these we, two countries are playing against each other. You should watch this game. I'm in. I'm not going to be watching the Americans. Uh, yeah, the Dominicans, mm -hmm. the Venezuelans. Mm -hmm. Maybe Me Mexico, Rico, Mexico, maybe eh, Mexico. It's, uh, Canada. The, the, no, it's the Americans. It's Venezuela. It's the Americans and the DR are the two heavy. And Japan. That's Japan. The yeah, but Japan. So if those aren't in the final four, then it's not worth it to watch. If three of the four, well, no. If if you get a couple of them and they're on opposite, if the DR is on one side and the Americans are on the other, or the DR and Japan, it, yeah, I think it works. 
What if they get knocked out? What if all four of those get knocked out? Then you can start watching NBA playoff base basketball or whatever's going on at the Your time. honor, season two. <laughs> Your honor, If Israel two. goes all the way, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you see? There you go. You have another route. Dark horse. Right. You've got Israel. You've got the Americans. So you can pick Team Mexico. There's two Dodgers on Team yeah, Mexico. Yeah. Right? Mexico, Mexico beat the Rockies 11-1 to yesterday. Good. You, the, by the, the way, speaking of the Dodgers, yeah. have you looked at their schedule? You know what? It's the weirdest. You know how the schedule's like super weird this year, where you're not weird, but you're playing everybody, right? Playing everybody. Fourteen now. Fourteen matchups against each divisional team, right? The Dodgers' first ten games, eight of them are against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and of course they are two against the Colorado Rockies. That's weird. Why do I feel like <laughs> that's weird? Why do I feel like the Dodgers play Arizona thirty-eight times a it, year? It does feel that. Well, you're gonna you're gonna really feel like that after the first ten. But once that's done, you're only going to face them you a handful four, of times. You, only get you are actually... What were they, 14? You get them six more times. Earlier in the week, I think you had mentioned something. I don't know if we ever even got into it, but it was about how they play the Padres this year. Right? That it was... It could be the difference between winning the division or not. But, but I think you said they play them early on... No, then, they really don't. But a, a very small chunk early on, but most it's, of it is backloaded. They play them right? in May, they uh-huh. play them in August, and they play them in September. Mm. They, and I think they play them twice in May. Okay, so they really they they don't play them at all until May. I think they have two series with them against May. They play in August, and they play, I think they play them twice in September as well. So those games could be a little bit of a playoff. That's interesting. Yeah. It, it, it's actually, I don't know if they just got lucky. Like get the Rockies and the Diamondbacks, put a bunch of wins on the board, get get off to a good start. But you know that when it comes down to it, those games, whoever wins those games, may be they're going to beat most other teams. I don't know how often they're going to beat each other. If it, if it goes the way that we hope, it's going to be pretty darn close. Yeah, you're right. Twice in May. Yeah. Then you got a four game set in August. Yeah. And then September. And you got your set in September, and that's a wrap. That's it. You know what? It's going to come down. It's going to be, it's going to be health. It's mm-hmm. going to be that we got our guys, you don't, who, whatever it is, you know, one side or the other. Clayton Kershaw's in one of his hiatuses, mm. whatever it may be. Uh, what's his face? Gonsolin's ankle is mm. inflamed. Mm. By the way, I know everybody's saying that's no big deal. I think it's a big deal. Mm. I think it's a big deal. He was awesome for them last year. You're hoping he'll be at least good. Bad ankle as a pitcher is not nothing. Well, I, and, I do not like that. And you've already kind of walked into the season. At least you've kind of cautioned me on this. I got to see it again, right? That that's the player, Gonsolin, that I mean, of all those players that we've talked about, he had such an amazing season last year. That's not what he's going to give you in season in, season out. They, look, and this is not shade. Mm-hmm. There's a very good chance that Tony Gonsolin had the best year of his career last year, and you're never going to see it again. Doesn't mean he won't be good. But it doesn't mean he's going to do that. He was he was a Cy Young caliber guy last year. He's probably not a Cy Young caliber guy. If he is, never be happier to be wrong about that in my entire life. All right, Lakers. Kevin Durant, sixteen and one last year. Stupid. He had a two point one four ERA. He, and, and by the way, I think he had one bad game the whole. That, that, it doesn't go like that. Clayton mm-hmm. Kershaw doesn't do that. It's just a. It was a very, very good season. And if you if you said to me right now, Trav, you want seventy five percent of that? You take it. Yes, put it in the bank and run for I think the hills. Every Dodger fan would. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sixty. No. I. I, I could, roll the dice. I'll, I'll, I'll roll the dice at sixty percent. Lakers back at it tonight. Kevin Durant may not be out for as long as we thought. What does it do to the West? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. People like Clayton Kershaw, the Camelback Ranch where the Dodgers play. A lot of people for a awesome. Friday afternoon game with it means nothing. <laughs> Just saying Clayton Kershaw's still popular. Breaking the OG. Breaking news. Kershaw is the guy. Here comes Miguel Vargas, who big, big day for him yesterday. You know what he did? What? He swung the bat. Okay. First time all spring. <laughs> right. hey. He got the bat off of his shoulder. Now you actually have to pitch to him That'd a little be awesome. Bit. He's playing mind games with the pitcher. The pitcher knows it's time for him to swing the bat. He doesn't swing again. <laughs> so what's crazy Sits about it. Sits on five in a row. They walked him a bunch of times. They walked him a bunch of times yeah. knowing that he couldn't swing the bat. Yeah, yeah. Like at what point, if you get three balls on this guy, don't you just put it down the middle every single time? Well, well Trav, you had a good point. Yeah. Right? You were talking about how it's it, spring training is also for pitchers to yeah. work on no, stuff. I, right? I get that. I get yeah. that. It's the the only time I've seen it, and I haven't watched every single one of his at bats. But if I'm the pitcher and he comes up there, I'm just not going to throw batting practice down the middle to get him out. Yeah. I need to work on my stuff. Mm-hmm. I need to work on my sequencing. Everything, I need to, all of it. But the other day when they were playing the Padres, they they were hitting this guy around. Vargas came up, and the guy just threw three center cut fastballs in a row. He just needed an out. I think it was he Nick Martinez. To, Nick Martinez. Yeah, I just need to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. I can respect that. I can respect it. They're playing the Angels right now. I know we spent a ton of time talking about Otani and a little less time talking about Trout. The Angels are in such a weird spot. They're in such because look, there's not a zero percent chance that they're pretty good. I don't think they're going to be great, but you could get to July fourth, right? All Star break time, and they're very much in it. Very much in it, meaning they're five hundred or even better 10 than games that. above. 500. They, they, what I mean by that, Al, is they could be they're in the playoff ne- picture. near the top of their division and comfortably in the playoff picture. Okay. It's not totally out of the question. Mm-hmm. Here's here's where it gets super complicated. What if let, let's let's say they are in first place? Them and the Astros are basically neck and neck. Trade deadline's coming up. Mm-hmm. They're in for they're they're very likely to make the playoffs, but they're not an overwhelming favorite to win the World Series sure. or anything. You're getting in and seeing what happens, and you know that that clock is ticking yeah. so loudly for Otani. Mm-hmm. You, could you really tell your fans, look, we had to trade him because he's leaving, even though you're actually in it for the first time in a million years, or do you have to say, you know what, we got to take a shot and we're probably going to lose him and get nothing in return? That is a terrible choice to have to make. And it's not like it's impossible to happen. Well, the the, the unfortunate part is it, it's almost like the worst predicament to be in where you're just good enough to where you're telling yourself all he wants to do is make the playoffs and we have potentially a chance to make the playoffs with him. But at the same time, we also don't have confidence that just remember when there was a quick second there where they're thinking about ownership change could be coming. Mm-hmm. It's not like ownership Chip, ownership change came and then there was a little bit of momentum and then there was and, and then there huge. was um uh Shohei saying something to the effect of yeah I really like where this ownership's going there's none of that none none it, they they could be in a very interesting spot let me, let me paint this picture for yeah. you okay um let's say they're in first place let's say they're good mm-hmm. okay they, they they look really good Shohei Otani does not strike me as a dummy Okay, he strikes me as a pretty sharp guy. He strikes me as a pretty competitive guy. Like you just said a second ago, the ownership group is the same. Artie Moreno still owns this team, and he's not going to sell them. Mm-hmm. Bad owners occasionally will put together a good team. Doesn't make them good owners, doesn't make the organization break. It just means that the pieces broke the right way for the right time. I think the Angels could be comfortably in first place, going to the playoffs, division yeah. leaders, yeah. maybe even one of the top two seats in the American League. And Otani's like, look, I... I'm happy to go play in the playoffs with you guys, but I'm leaving. Now what do you do? Mm-hmm. Now you're already an unpopular owner. Mm-hmm. You're going to trade that guy? You're going to you're going to have him play in the playoffs too? Because as we saw with the Dodgers, anything could happen to any of these teams. They could they could have four playoff games and super fun season, mm-hmm. and they're down too. And now Otani's in pinstripes or Dodger blue. And now what do you have? It's it's a really tricky because the the Moreno piece that you're talking about he's still there the uh, he did not change his stripes he did not all of a sudden become an owner that's on top of it he be, he's still Artie Moreno he's still going to do the things that he's done in even his worse years owning this even team. worse because he was went through a stage where I'm selling the team and then had to come out and say I'm not selling the team which <laughs> Angel fans I'm sure had some hope and then some incredible disappointment. Rather than if he was just 
there the whole time and said nothing, that just disappointment was always there. You you almost have, and, and again, this is where it gets tricky. You have to have enough of a relationship with Otani or Otani's representation. Yeah. To in the scenario that we've painted, to go to him and say, "Listen, is there any chance he's coming back? Like, if if we win the World Series, will he honestly consider us coming back? Because if the answer is, look, man, we appreciate everything. He's he's gone. He mm-hmm. he doesn't like it here. Then you got to tra- you have to trade him. You have to because if you lose that guy for nothing, you could rebuild your franchise yeah. with the hall of of things you get from him. Be, but if you don't have a relationship, if if he feels at all like you've yanked his chain at all. Hey, listen. We need to know. Is he? Is there a chance? And they go, look, man. We don't know. Now, what do you do? How uh, now? I'm, what do you do? I, I'm curious here. How involved do you think the Dodgers would be? Because there's two ways you can get Otani. If Otani is leaving the Angels, let's just say they don't have a good season. The Angels. Angels. Yeah. And let's say they're ten games below 500 by the time we hit May. Yeah. And the trade deadline's coming, and it's kind of known that. Look, the Angels are shopping him now. Yep. This is just a, it's a ticking time bomb. Which, by the way, real quickly, that's probably the most likely scenario. Okay. So if you're the Dodgers, are you doing everything you can to get him at the trade deadline? Or are you doing everything you can to get him when he becomes a free agent? And, and the, the reason why I ask that question is because I think any team that trades for him, there's not a gear. I think he's going to hit the open market unless... Maybe it's the Mets. Maybe it's the Dodgers. Maybe it's a franchise that he wants to be on. Padres. Maybe it's the San Diego Padres. But I'm I'm curious if the Dodgers are, well, why are we going to trade for him at the deadline, go up against all these other, give up so much in the farm when they feel like maybe they can get him in the offseason? You have to try to get him at the deadline for, for two reasons. Number one, I think you'll have a very good idea if you have a chance to keep him long-term. If the Minnesota Twins traded for him, you're basically just trading for the remainder of yeah, that season. You're, you're not keeping him. Sorry, Taylor. If the Dodgers, Mets, Padres, Giants, one of the Yankees, yeah, it's very likely that you're going to be able to convince him to stay. You got the pot, all of the things that you need to do it. The other part is, and and let let's say you're the Dodgers. Like, listen, we don't want to empty our farm prospects. Mm-hmm. We don't want to have to do that. We'll get him three months from now. We'll play this out and we'll do it then. What if he goes to the Padres and he's like? I love it here. It's tricky business. I love this. Is I had no idea this is mm-hmm. what this place was. Peter Seidler's giving me in my wildest imagination. I couldn't imagine being in a better place than this. Like, sure, let's let's negotiate something today. Mm-hmm. You don't want to you, eliminate that possibility. By the way, I'm with you on that. And I've heard a lot of people say, "Well, no, if you're the Dodgers, and it's going to be so key to keeping your prospects, and it, you're going to spend so much on Otani, how do you then?" Um, how then do you kind of round out the rest of your roster, everything else? I'm with you on the he if if Cohen gets a hold of Otani and he's in the in New York at the trade deadline, I'm almost shocked if he ends up. I'd be much more shocked if he leaves the Mets by signing with another team than staying there. I'm with you that if if you can get that's probably the only chance some of these teams do have, like a, let's say a team like the San Diego Padres. The only chance you really have is. Let him come here. Let us get him for three, four months. Let's get a World Series run in. And maybe with that, he you can say... You got one other shot. You got one other shot. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's the best chance. The other shot is, I'll pay you 20% off your next highest offer. That's the other way. Mm-hmm. It's just flat out buy it. Okay, the Dodgers are offering you $48 million a year, 60 mm-hmm. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Where's the pen? In. Right, because at that point you're not asking him to do it with the Miami Marlins, to yeah. where we're, I'm going to go be on another bad team. I don't want to do no, that. No, 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 no. The Padres have a shot. The mm-hmm. Mets, the Dodgers, like we know the teams that have a shot. But you could just flat out buy it at some point if you're willing to do something crazy. He's going to get everything he's looking for because I and think he's going to get. I think the franchises that know to go after him are the ones that are also going to be competing, and the checkbook ain't going to be a problem. What about this? What if he's not very good this year. Again, it's unlikely. 
Mm-hmm. But let, let's say he struggles a little bit on the mound and he's just kind of middling. That he's not a once-in-a-generational player for half a season? Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> that Instead he's of having not, 25 <laughs> home runs at the break, he's got 11. He's not competing with Aaron Judge and <laughs> yes. Verlander yes. in two positions. Yeah. Wouldn't you think it's, he was just trying to screw over the Angels at that point if, he did, if that happened? No, because I think that it does bring in, not likely, but it does put that thing, hey, hold on a second, what's Should going on here? X amount, Can yeah. I pay him $50 million a year? Again, if he's Verlander and Judge, yes, yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. If he's Cronenworth and, <laughs> and Cronenworth and Tony Gonsolin, uh, I mean it's cool, but I don't fifty million. I don't know. Those were great players for us to right? throw in there. That was like, like a Cron- perfect. Comp. Cronenworth is good, I know. but he's not that fifty a year. <laughs> yeah, someone named Kevin Padlow. Just hit a home run off Clayton Kershaw. That's who cares. Clayton Kershaw's arm still intact? It is. Great. We're all good. It's a win for the Dodgers today. (laughs) He walks off that field at the end of the day saying, is your arm hurt? No. Great. Win. If I don't get a tweet from somebody saying Dave Roberts kept him in too long, I'm going to be so upset. (laughs) Oh, by the way. Send me one. Did you see where that ball landed? That ball landed in Tucson. That thing was destroyed. It was blasted. Yeah, maybe we don't give up 900-foot home runs. That doesn't feel great. Well, you you know the Angels better than anybody here because I don't think anybody else knows the Angels. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Kevin Padlow? Got me. All right. Yeah. I, that, that, Never to see I'm, him again. I am um, unfamiliar with Mr. Padlow. <laughs> he's from Marietta. Is he really? He's a yep. local guy? Yep. All right. Vista Marietta High School, home of Ryan O'Coin's children. 26 years old. <laughs> Plays third and first. Yeah. We'll see. The Angels have a history of guys that do really cool things right up until it matters. And don't. Batting 263 in spring training. Not anymore. Not after that. Batting 269. <laughs> 269 along the way. The dump if Bergman did his job. Coming up it. next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Emily, hurry back because Bergman is not good at, at doing uh, the dump segment. The, the, Greg comes in, what, 10 minutes ago? Yeah. Hey, do you guys have anything for the dump? Because I, I didn't totally do it. I totally forgot to do it. No, I, no, what are you talking about? I have it that. right in front of me. Uh-huh. I have he said, Let's find there's out. stuff right here. He said this. He said, screw the both of you. <laughs> I have another show coming after you guys. I'm busy. Sleep. Pretty not, much. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? How is it? Not- Whiff it. With it. What's in it for Travis? What's in it for Travis is because I'm just going to look up these random stories and you're just going to react to them however you feel is necessary. So Adam Thielen is no longer a Minnesota Viking after they just released him today after 10 seasons. Is this somebody, he's 32 years old, is this somebody that you think the Rams should go after? I don't. I, I think that the Rams need to be really careful about buying guys that could be potentially expensive that are I'd rather get a guy that's a little early than a little late Thielen feels a little late Mm. I know they're talking about Robert Woods and OBJ too OBJ is a little bit different because if he's good he's really what's the price tag do you think going to be on some of these guys OBJ hasn't played in a year yep right he's coming off an injury he's not a young guy anymore Mm -hmm. but if he's going to do a workout I think it's today as a matter of fact for for a bunch of teams if he goes out there and looks amazing in the workout he'll get paid Mm -hmm. he'll get paid you interested in Thielen for anybody, for the Raiders? Because um, you're a Raider fan still, or no? Are you someone else now? I'm a anti-Charger who, who fan. Who do the heart. Chargers open up with? <laughs> yeah. That's who he's a fan of. That's Got who I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest fan of. So do you want him on every team that's playing the Chargers, or you just not really care about Adam I, I don't. I don't think Yeah, I don't think game-changer. I think I think kind of what, what Trav just said, there's certain guys that you just kind of know, man, if they pick up that dude, that, I'm not saying that he can't be a nice player, kind of compliment a team, but does it a, is it a mover or a shaker? Probably not. You know what's funny about all this? Who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. I, I would have bet a really significant amount of money that, that Allen Robinson, Robinson was, was going to be a baller. And he was terrible. <laughs> I mean, Awful. it was just one of those, wait, this how was this guy ever good? It just and, and I'm not even saying it was his fault. Sure. Nothing about that worked, so nobody knows Jack yeah. Squat. All right, so Chuck Norris turns 83 years old today. Do you no re- kidding. Yeah, 83. That's Walker, amazing. Texas Ranger is 83 years old. Do you remember at all when there was a time, it was probably in the late 90s, early 2000s, where everything was a Chuck Norris joke? Yes. It Chuck was- Norris doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the world down. <laughs> like that, right, Goes yeah. <laughs> When the boogeyman goes to sleep every night, he checks his closet for Chuck Norris. Yes. <laughs> Yes, those are those Can were we really bring funny. those back. <laughs> They're so amazing. Yeah. I love them so much. Chuck Norris doesn't worry about high gas prices. His vehicles run on fear. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't a, heard that one. That's great. It was a great time in the, like in my childhood. Even well, not, I guess Get, not even childhood. I used to play. Um, 
I used to play kickball, and we named our team Chuck Norris Delta Force, <laughs> and we would just spout off a bunch of Chuck Norris jokes to get us hyped up before the <laughs> right. game. So, okay, I, I don't know the answer to this. Is Chuck Norris just an actor? Did, did like was martial he artist? Like, is a martial artist too? Yeah. Like he's so he's a real badass, not a movie badass. No, no, he's a real. badass. Yeah, I think he's okay. got some. He's okay. got some. I didn't. I just thought he was like an actor who, like I don't know. Like Bruce Willis was a great action star, but I don't know if he could actually kick people's ass. But it's, it always made it sound like be careful, Chuck Norris Trav. could. Be careful. Yeah, I mean, you could be right, Taylor. He could be coming. He, he says be he's looking a, for me. He's a black belt in Tang Soo Do, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and Judo. Okay. So, do you remember? Do you remember that time of period, Slee, at all? Um, the only thing I remember, we would do like random things, like uh, the car's not working, uh, Mag- or not. I almost almost said MacGyver. Uh, Chuck Norris can fix it. Chuck Norris can fix whatever it is. You just give him an avocado and an Allen wrench, and he'll find a way to do it. You know, just like stupid stuff like that. But that's about it. Yeah, ghosts tell Chuck Norris stories at the campfire. By the way, just so you. <laughs> those are really funny. I mean, I don't know if I'm just an idiot. I think it's funny, but those so are really much. funny. Oh, they're amazing. They're amazing. Well, it's National Mario Day today. Also, was that a thing for you guys? Were you Mario a, Ruiz? Yes, Mario Ruiz. Yes, he's always a he thing. A the whole day. Yeah. Here's Alan. <laughs> there is Mario Ruiz. <laughs> no, Matt, like Super Mario. Mario, were you a, a Nintendo guy? I know you like SNES. Well, I, I know, Mario is, you know, growing up as a kid, that's one of the... Mario Brothers was just completely addicted to and feel like I knew everything in that freaking game. Um, like the original one, right? The original one. Mario Kart? I got a buddy of mine who's got two kids, and it's kind of the funniest thing. Him and I in high school and in college would get whatever. You go somewhere, you, you you go out to a party, you have a good time, all that stuff. You come back, we're playing Mario Kart. Sure. And he would tell me, like there's a time, um, just like within the last couple of months, he's like, hey, can't talk right now, hustling my boys in Mario Kart. <laughs> like, Mario That's Kart great. has lived on, and I think a lot of not just – not just you know my age, but I think kids even today love uh, love Mario Brothers. Mario Kart was a great game. Like it was, and it's I, still I, a great game. I'm not a huge video game guy. I did not play a ton as a kid. I played Mario Kart, right? I played Super Mario Brothers. I'll even go back to like the original Mario. Anybody? Yeah, yeah. Super. Yeah, oh yeah, Mario. yeah. Original 100. percent No, 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 no. Before Super Mario Brothers was a game, Mario was in a game. Was he? Donkey right. Kong. Oh, he that's was the right. guy that was climbing the the yeah, ladders right. yeah. to go fight yeah. Donkey Kong. That was one of my favorite games. Like actual arcade, put quarters in the machine. Donkey Kong Mario. What did that's, you? What did that's you play original, then? original. Yeah. yeah. What did you play then? Were you a Pong guy? Were you a Atari I, like, guy? The original Atari console came out when I was like ten years old. That was a huge deal, and all of the games were. Atari at, at the OG time, too. super awesome because you could play video games in your house, and then you look back on them, and they're the most. There was a baseball game, John. You may remember this. Did you have the original Atari system as a kid? No, I didn't have it. But when I got to the fraternity, we had like five guys had one, and we had the original, yeah, like, like the, the super blocky graphics yeah, and right. all that stuff. Do you remember the baseball game by any chance at all? I think it was like very station to station, right? It, there was a batter, yeah, and a. Pitcher, a third baseman, and a first baseman. And it would just go blip, 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 blip. Yeah. You would throw the ball, the batter would hit the ball, and all three players would chase it. Like, there wasn't like oh, yeah. the control. Absolutely. Like, all like, three guys would yep. run after like the ball. Like T-ball in any community across America. <laughs> but they would stay in formation. It wasn't like the beehive in real T-ball. Yeah. Like, they would stay in the perfect uh, horizontal formation the entire way. Were you a video game no. guy as a kid? No. Neither was I. Yeah, there were guys in the house that like, so, you know, you can major in that now. Playing video games or designing them? No, no. You can get – like, these guys that play on the Lakers gaming team. Yep, that's a real thing. A few of these guys went to college on scholarship oh to play God. video games. I knew that they could make a living playing them. Yeah. I didn't so know they could Ramona, go to college. As, as yeah. Daniel gets older, do not discourage him from playing video games. It may pay for his entire education. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go with that. <laughs> were you a video game person? No, I have no patience. Yeah. Mm. I just like – Not I, even when, they, when we were kids and they were a lot easier? No, I was. I'm really bad. I'm like, I'm like the girl at the mini golf place that like throws her golf clubs and stuff. I'm like that girl. So we're like Happy video Gilmore games. At the I just remember Sherman playing Oaks miniature like Metroid. Golf Go to your home. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that girl. Like I'm like playing Metroid. You know, and you're supposed to jump. I, I jumped, ah, and I like throw the controller at the at the computer. I was much better with. Sports. Did you ever throw the remote control, Slee? Of course. <laughs> I think everybody. Yeah, has. we had to. 
I yelling, screaming, upset, yep. you know, crying. Like, especially just, throwing it just wasn't the, good for me. I want <laughs> throwing the controller back in the day when it's actually, yeah. there's a Connected cord. Connected to the cord. Yeah, there's yeah. a cord yeah. there, and I'd Not exactly the, the best of the idea. through the living room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, there's a Super Mario Brothers movie that yeah, is either out. out or coming out. Mm. I don't I think, think it I comes out today, actually. I don't think I need to see that. Yeah, I think I can skip that one. It doesn't feel like we got to do it. Still a little super cross talk. So Chuck Norris doesn't breathe. He holds the air hostage. So I did not get a chance to see the resolution of the car chase yesterday. What happened? I don't know. It was not. Get a load of this. When you guys left, the guy had gotten stuck, right? He was like by the wash. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he couldn't. He had nowhere to go. Yeah. yeah. When we left, when Kamenetsky and I left yeah. at 415, it was still a hostage no way. He was still sitting in the front still seat Still in the car, car, and they were scared to make a run-up. Somebody will know. Somebody tweet us and tell us who uh, wow. how that was resolved. But the guy wouldn't get out. <laughs> and for three hours, he had like 20 guns pointed at him, and he just he said, I'm not leaving. We were talking about yesterday when we were walking out, Andy's like, I'm like, this is going to end. He's going to get. He's going to realize that the jig is up. As of 415, it had in. not ended. And That's Sedano, unbelievable. You can tell Sedano's not from here, not because he immediately goes, screw this car chase i'm putting on like the orlando magic yeah. game you know he had no interest in it at all i didn't know the magic that game good... i didn't know the magic game was on. <laughs> that is a good la native tell like how right. invested if you're are you completely in unimpressed chase? with a car chase you're not from here uh, ramona you're a native you're a local are you team car chase no no I'm not with you guys i know i know you guys are into this john would do a whole channel on yeah i know i'm going to do a whole channel i just need to win the lottery first you know a lot of heavy hitters you should be able to get an investment oh, I'm group trying. together yes i'm trying i just I don't know. I just get mad. Like, I'm like, this is dangerous. Like, everybody's getting out of your way. You're causing problems. Like, what if you hurt somebody? Like, I get, I don't want to support this <laughs> in any way. All right, here. Yeah, but, uh, but if it's on, I mean, Bill, you got to see how so it ends. I can't find. I'm okay. looking, John. No, I can't no, I find the result here. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill Nuss, who created the great TV show Pacific Blue, if you guys ever oh, used yeah, to watch. Oh, yeah, the Bike Cops. The Bike Cops. Yeah, that was sure. Bill's show. Just uh, texted me. SWAT smoked him out around 6 p.m. So he sat there till the end of Sedona with Cap, basically. Right. Yeah, he was, he was in it, in it to win it. But what was you there a chance you can't win it? You, no one's ever outrun a radio. Was you know? there any chance he was tuning into seven ten <laughs> and heard us doing the play by play? Really liked what was going on. Then sat around, wanted to hear your guys' take on so, the Lakers and everything else. Maybe he sat around and so, so it makes me laugh. So when um, when the OJ chase was going on, um, the one of the all news stations, like KNX or um, what was KFWB. the other one? Yeah, those two um, leaned on Jim Hill because Jim knew OJ, and they, you know, they were looking to cover the thing. And so they asked Jim, "Will you call John McKay, okay, who was still alive at the time, the old SC head coach, OJ's, coach, OJ's coach, and ask him to call on with you and beg OJ to pull over?" And Jim goes, "Really." You think OJ? You think because John McKay is He's on gonna, the radio, wow. and they go, "Yeah, do it." You know, as by you know, the hardest thing about any job yeah. doing what your boss wants. So they literally brought John McCann. OJ, this is Coach. Pull over. It was the most uncomfortable thing yeah. I'd ever heard. As if okay, so put those dots together. They are a listening to that particular station right. in the car, like like they weren't being chased by every LAPD officer, <laughs> and yeah, sheriff, and, and then all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Well, if the coach tells me, the guy who coached me in 1967. John, yeah. Traffic every six minutes on KNX. Maybe they were trying to get <laughs> a read on where they needed to go Needless next. to say, OJ kept going and made it to rocking it. Yeah. You know, look, he's trying to get a, a lay of the land along the way. I didn't know. I, I feel like I'm pretty well versed in that whole situation. Right. I've told you all the random connections I have with yeah. this story, right? My dad was on that LA to Chicago flight with OJ, like the oh. uh, like a what? Yeah. The one he took the late night flight? Yes. Why was your dad on it? So I graduated from college the day before the murder. From UCSB. From UCSB. Okay. My parents So June sixteenth you graduated. This my was parents on the seventh. were living in Chicago at the time when I was in at UCSB. Okay. And so your dad came out for your graduation. Came out for graduation, hopped the red eye that night to go back to Chicago to did, go back to work was did, on that plane. Did he see OJ on the plane? He spoke with OJ on the plane. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That is a great party yeah. conversation starter yeah. there. And OJ lives about a stone's throw from where my grandmother lived for 60 years. No kidding. Yeah. So now. I, uh, she did until she died, yeah. No, but where OJ's living there now? No, the oh. Rockingham place. Oh, okay, she, in, my, in Brentwood. In Brentwood. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can't drive it anymore. 
Well, yeah. the house oh. is gone. Right. You, well, mm. yeah, and you can't even, you used to be able to be, to, to yeah. drive, drive down, I guess it would be San Vicente and turn right yeah. onto Rockingham. And it, it got so many looky-loos yeah. that they basically rerouted the street. Wow. I, I remember- and, then, and then when OJ's house got sold, they leveled it. And put a new house up so there would be no reason to go see it. I remember I spoke with my dad on the phone mm. like a day or two after. No, it's the very next day. I forget why I called him and I said, and I again, at the time, it's the day after. So we know nothing about this other than O.J. Simpson's ex-wife has been murdered. That's all we know. Right. And I made a joke to my dad. just like, oh, did you hear that O.J. killed his wife? I'm making a bad joke at the oh. time. Just goofing around. And my dad goes, what? And I said, oh, I'm just kidding. But somebody murdered O.J. Simpson's ex-wife. He goes, Really? So he goes, I talked to OJ last night. I was on the plane. He was on the flight with me. He's like, really? And I'm like, wow, that's a weird coincidence. And take it from there. Wow. So I I, I didn't know this was going to come up today. But so weird kind of twist to this story. I need to look up the exact facts. But another sports angle to the OJ thing. So the PR director of the Niners for years was a guy named Rodney Knox. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very well liked. Very still still works in the NFL in some capacity. I don't think he works for the Niners anymore. Um, sends his brother a bunch of Niners swag because he works there. His brother ends up on the jury. No kidding. They go to OJ's house for the visit. You know they you know they did where the, they took all the pictures out and put different ones in. They took all the pictures of the white people off the yeah. wall and put like all these like African American historical photos. This gets pretty well covered in the uh, People versus OJ thing. So he got called in front of the judge because OJ played one year for the Niners. No kidding. Said why were you wearing Niners gear? Are you a fan of OJ, the football player? I don't know if they let him stay on the jury or not, mm. but that's how like small world weird story that was. Do you guys think that we could ever have a story that captivates us like that one did? Like, think of the most. It was famous- a perfect intersection it, of sports, race, fame, culture, mm, fame, city, crime. all of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, everything, yeah everything. Checked the box of it. Captivated. Yeah, the, we will. The will I agree with you. The yeah. dilemma. I agree. But the difference was like now we get we, we have so much. There's so many different ways with with Twitter and social and everything else. You're like, saying you're so inundated you with just info. You had to listen info? to the radio during the day. You had to watch Dateline and right. Nightline at night. Like you were you were so hungry for the. Then info. We well, the you know we got we've got a trial. We got uh, we got March day. Madness coming up. So uh, back when Bergman would allow us to have guests. Oh, actually, this was even before Bergman. This was like 20 years ago. Billy Packer used to come on with Mason. And he, Billy Packer just passed away like a month yeah. ago. Um, Billy Packer used to come on with us once a week during March Madness, and we'd just kick it with him. He liked us, and he was good to us. And so we'd bring him on, and he had a rule. That one year, uh, we got to do it during a break in the OJ trial, because that's all I do during the day is watch the OJ trial <laughs> all day, all night. Wow. And we did. We accommodated his schedule to watch the That's OJ funny. trial. Ramona, what's the set of circumstances that could have something captivate us? Well, has anyone, that Momo, did? has anyone that famous ever been accused of murder? Wow. Let's think more famous that. than OJ? I don't think he's more famous. Oscar Pistorius. I'm trying no. to say. No. Yeah. He's yeah. not more famous than OJ. No, I mean, look, not. I've covered a few of these. I get, th- this tends to be the, the, the stick that I draw all the time, right? Um, Tiger Woods' car accident was pretty big, right? But the, 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 anything involving someone of that, of that um, stature. stature is mm-hmm. going to be big. The difference is nowadays when something is big, it's big for like two days. That's what it means. Three days. Right. So I asked like me, the it was life, a year. The, yeah, the the life cycle of a scandal or the or the of a media moment is much shorter now. The metabolism is, that, is much so. This faster. ranks right up there with Mason saying he was going to go dark for a week, yeah. and then he didn't even go dark for a day. He texted Sedano on Monday, Ramona on Tuesday, Bergman yesterday. Um, you know, he zero dark Mason lasted yeah. not even one day. So he he has a completely different opinion of himself than what reality is. Like anyone who knows him knows he wasn't going dark. Okay. Here's another one. So I said, Mace, well, you and I are out to dinner. OJ is in the restaurant and he walks up to us. He goes, Mason in Ireland. I've been listening to you guys for years. OJ Simpson, how you doing? And he sticks out his hand. Would you shake it? And I said, I absolutely would to get out of the awkwardness. Yeah. I'd say, hey, good to see you. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And I'd go, Mason goes, would refuse to shake his hand. He absolutely would not. He he would he would be so uncomfortable with the confrontation. He would have no other way to totally. get out of it. <laughs> and yeah, when he comes back, I'm on. He'll say, No, I would. Yeah, it's exactly like zero dark Mason. He'd never do it. Yeah. Dave Chappelle 
has a really good stand-up where it's I've met OJ three times and then he'll start doing his stand-ups because he's doing his whole thing. The first time I met OJ Simpson, he goes into a story, the whole thing. One of them's at a restaurant and then he goes another 20 minutes talking. The second time I met OJ yeah. Simpson. Yeah. But he's kind of in that predicament where he, the way you just described it, OJ- what would, you, what would you do? If you were in a restaurant, you walked up to you and he goes, and he says, hey, I, are I, you Alan Sliwa? I listen to you every day. OJ Simpson, man. And he sticks out his hand. What would you do? I would do exactly what you just said. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I can, you know, not say anything or leave his hand there and turn the other way. I think to just get out of the situation, I would shake his hand. I will, Thank you I will for say listening this. move on. One of my best friends in TV is a guy named Tom Murray, who was on TV in LA for 20 years at KCAL. He was like one of my mentors when I got to KCAL. And, um, Tom is old school New York, and he does not tolerate fools in any, which is shocking that we're friends because I'm an idiot, but him and I are really close. And he, he told me the story that he lived in that neighborhood. In Brentwood? In Brentwood. So OJ gets off and uh, Tom's jogging like two days later and OJ's walking out to his mailbox. And he comes out and, and Murray is like, Murray would not shake hands with OJ. He's like, he's. He's like old school. Yeah, but that's a very specific type so, of guy that would not. Okay, so but mm-hmm. get a load of this. So Murray's jogging down Rockingham, and OJ comes out and goes, hey, Tom, and waves to him. And Murray, without making eye contact, just keeps running, and he goes, guilty, guilty, Whoa. guilty, <laughs> guilty. Wow. And he just keeps running. Wow. <laughs> I, it started sprinting it would be yeah. so sh- I think he told me that shocking, shocking, I ran fast. <laughs> that if he came up to you and said hey I, uh, Ramona I, I'm a huge NBA fan I watch you every night on ESPN I would just I think be, I'd shake his hand I think so too yeah, I, think I, think I, so would too. I would just I would just get out of by it. The, 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 the oh my god OJ Simpson I'm also like I am. curious would you engage him in a conversation yeah I think I would like, I'm like that what's type. the opening line what's up <laughs> Yeah, how you been? Yeah. Mm. What are you up to? I have found like, I mean, the, to me, like, the best like way to handle... So what if he said, have you not heard? The best, <laughs> the best way to handle awkward situations like that is to just kill the other person yeah. with kindness, and they yeah. can't do anything. Mm. Like, there was a reporter when I worked in Louisiana who was notorious for hating the competition, wouldn't give anybody that he was competing against the time of day. This guy's name was John Reed, and, uh, and so... I'm there for a couple of weeks, and they're kind of showing me around town. I'm in Monroe, Louisiana. I, I'm a, I was a, I couldn't get a sportscaster job, so I was a news reporter for six months. And so my uh, my buddy JT Thompson, who's a reporter at the station, takes me out, and he goes, he goes, this guy John Reed's a piece of work. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, we'll be on the same stories. It's a very small town. He was at the CBS. I was at the NBC. He goes, we'll not give anybody the time of day. I go, really? Like they, like you don't exist. Yeah. I go, well, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I walk up to him and I go, hey, John. And I put my arm on his oh, shoulder. There you go. And I stick my hand out. I go, I just want to introduce myself. I'm John Ireland. I'm new in town. I'm the new reporter over at Channel 10. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of yours. I've been watching your stuff. It's a pleasure ah. to meet you. He looks at me. He doesn't want to say anything. I go, shake my hand, man. You said it I, that. Because my buddy's yeah. watching. He, and he, like, he goes, Nice to meet you. He turns around. <laughs> and walks away. He, he was so uncomfortable. It was awful. What's the second biggest? Kill him thing with kindness. That, because I think for all of us, the OJ, like the media story, right? Like by far the biggest thing yeah. that's been a part of any. What, what's the second biggest that touched the sports world? Not like nine eleven and things like that. Just the the thing that was at least tangentially connected to our universe. I mean, for me, it was the Sterling one, obviously. Yeah. That was good. I mean, but that was still that was sports. That wasn't like a crime. Uh, well, well I, I think here. You can, you can connect dots to get to a crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he committed a lot of crimes over his 30 years of being a jerk. Um, but but I'm not, I think that's a good answer because I'm not talking about necessarily you were charged that, with this crime. Like, You're talking about a crime or a story? A let, let the story. Well, let, I got left one. the sports I, I got universe one. and became a news story one. that was connected to the sports world. Kobe's helicopter yeah. crash. Yeah. 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 That's that, the one I was like. That that's was, that's the yeah. one where everywhere that you was the lead story on page A one of every paper in the hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I was, I knew that that would affect a lot of people, but it really it brought the city to its knees. I, I mean, it was still, unbelievable. Still to this day, yeah. I mean, Pal Pal getting his jersey there, right? Kobe, Kobe. It, yeah. it, it's still yeah. to this day, and it will always be like that. Coming in here that night. And going on the air with Mason and LZ and I did a show together for a few hours. And L- and by the time we got here, 
there were a lot of people out here at Microsoft. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah, right. And three hours later, when we had left, you you couldn't walk through it. It had it had the, the people yeah. that had come here in a relatively short period of time was exponential. What was the story? It wasn't as big as Kobe. What was the story the night you and I were at a company dinner and Vince we Scully said died. let's go on the air right now Vince that was yeah, Vince yeah that's that's yeah in the, in the, the, only, the only other but one that wasn't super i mean vince Scully was in his was 90s, 90s yeah. and so i mean tiger yeah. woods car crash was pretty big a couple years ago because people didn't know how bad it was once you found out he was alive but at that was, point yeah for sure it's a big deal but yeah. tiger being involved in stuff at that point i mean become I, kind of routine. I remember when lamar odom overdosed at the uh brothel lot in mm. vegas that was a big story for like a couple days though kobe's the because that, that the only yeah. thing that's even in the the oj universe is that the only other thing but this is a world thing right when the COVID stuff first initially yeah, started and was there big. was a game going on it was the nba game remember yeah. the thunder and Maybe Dallas or something no, like that. No, it was Phoenix because Chris Paul was kept walking was, out of the court saying, saying, what's wrong with Rudy? So yeah. that was like the moment where, okay, well, there's a good chance sports probably isn't going to go. That was kind of the start of it all. That was interesting. I was on with Mace. I think you had just left. It was We were doing a super crosstalk or a crosstalk right. you had just left. Yeah. What if I told you? <laughs> <laughs> I actually did a 30 for 30 on that one called March 11th. Did you really? Which yeah. was the that was the, the night the night sports the stopped. Night, the night sports stopped. Yeah, it, is, it it hasn't aired yet, has it? No, it did. It just nobody, you know. It, was it like, did. Nobody saw it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just. <laughs> no, like, I, by the way, a, I would love to see. It, it so was is a it podcast. On the app. It was a podcast. It's I'll a, send it to you. Uh, I would it love. Good. To, I would love to listen. It was kind of. It's interesting now looking back on it. Like we got Anthony Fauci for it. You yeah. Know? Like because mm. it all. It was all. Don't Don't you feel like there was this like two year period of time that we all we always would talk about what it was going to be like later on how would we talk about this two years we're like stuff happened yeah but it's like we you can't really put yourself back in it yeah it, it that format of what you're talking about john it reminds me too of the other 30 for 30 the june 14th 1994 yeah right where and, and by the way there's no narration yeah. it's just news clips and it's the World Cup, the Stanley Cup, the NBA Finals, yeah. OJ. It was like, yep. And do you remember what the other one was? Arnold Palmer. Final U.S. Yeah. Open. Oh, yeah. wow. Saying goodbye. All within wow. like a 36-hour window, all of those things happened. Just just absolutely bizarre. Super Crosstalks, powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you on Monday.